Good morning. Welcome back. Season four. <laughs> I can't believe that we've been doing this since Fourth January. Season. It's crazy. It's so crazy. This is Trisha. And I am Evangelist Lori Ann. And we We're are kicking it with Jesus. Jesus. Still. Amen. Still kicking it. So, what's the difference? <laughs> We're going to just shout it out. What is the difference of a person just going to church and they're saved and a person that has a relationship with Jesus? Is there a difference? Can you be a Christian and not have a relationship with Jesus? What? Okay, so that that's a really deep question. How about that? Right, because, because we have a lot of lukewarm Christians in the church. Right? We call them lukewarm. I call them surface, surface Christians. Same thing. Do I think that there's a lot of surface Christians? I do. I think I think they may have not stepped over that threshold because, you know, You'll know, you'll have an encounter with Jesus and you'll know that Jesus is real. You'll know that Jesus heard you. You'll know because you can feel it. You don't know what you're feeling. Right. And I think a lot of people, they run from that. When Jesus starts to come into you and you start shaking or you start crying or... You know, you have no idea why you're crying. People don't like that. Right. You know? Right. And I think that that is... That's Christianity. Right. That's... That's saved. You know, you're encountering... Your creator. Right. Jesus Christ. But I think there's a lot of people in the world, Trisha, that... Yeah, no, 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 no. Which is crazy because, you know, one day you can be like, I don't know what this is all about or why. or And then the next day you could be like, I don't know. I went to church and I just felt something. I don't know what that something Come was. On. I, can't, I can't explain it to you. And I just, that's just wild to me. And the thing is, is that people search day in and day out for that feeling think about it they do but then they might experience it through jesus and they're like oh no i don't they might experience the actual power and they run from the actual power but they they uh they play with <laughs> the fake it's not in a sense fake because the enemy is very real right but he doesn't have the power as Jesus does. Oh, absolutely you know? not. Because, and I think, I think humanity in and of itself, and I'm just, I'm kind of speaking for me. You know, growing up, I loved horror movies. What? Mm, you know? Yeah. Like, lights off, windows yeah. open, doors open watching a horror movie like that i loved that and it wasn't that jesus said okay Lori, that's that's no more it was that thing mm -hmm. you know mm. and trisha i think humanity just always seems to think that jesus and satan are equal right they're not right jesus christ is God. Do I understand that? No. But that's where my faith comes in. Right. And it's impossible to please God without faith. That's what the Bible says. So the things that I don't understand, that my, my brain doesn't Can't allow me to, right. that it's a faith thing. It's a faith walk. How he changed me? I have no clue. But it's a faith thing. Right. And so... Jesus Christ being creator created Satan. The devil is a created being. Right. 
He can't be all places at all times. He can't hear all things. He's created. He can't even hear your thoughts. Come on. So That's why I tell my girls, those things that you, that are deep in you, pray inside. You know, it's funny because you had said that a couple months ago. So then I started to do that. Like there's certain things that I just don't speak Come out on. loud anymore. But you know what's... <laughs> You know what's crazy is the thoughts now that I get mm. over and over and over again, how God can't hear your thoughts. All the time. God can't hear you if you don't speak them out your mouth. All the time. And I just still keep my mouth shut and I battle. I battle because I know you're lying. I know you're lying because there's been proof <laughs> in my own life. Not one person can tell me that it's not real because... I have prayed for things, and it's happened. Yes, ma'am. And yes, there's certain things that I did pray out loud, but very recently, in these past couple months, I stopped praying for things out loud. Yep. And my husband turned around and started coming to church. You can't tell you. me, so get behind me, Satan. You know, I, I was telling you earlier, so, you know, you know, opening up a church... And, you know, God moving in people's lives, you know, truly pastors go through things that people don't, Right. you know? And so today I needed to go to my pastor and, uh, and he said to me, and it was like a reminder, like a kick in the pants, like not every thought that you have is yours right the bible calls them fiery dots Laurie, remember right and i'm like duh <laughs> you know but it's so hard because i mean we are human right yeah we, we're gonna sit there by ourselves and be like am i crazy because i have a lot of thoughts going on in my head come on but god is speaking to us our thoughts are speaking to us and then the enemy's speaking to us and, and he's so constant. good at speaking into our head yep all day, every day. With our own voice. Right. And, you know, the confusion in, but then going back to the word, our God is not a God of confusion. So right. who is that then? Right. Oh, okay. I see you. Now it's I see Exactly. You. And it's exactly, so I'm, I'm listening to Jordan Peterson, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Peterson and he's doing the ex exodus and he's sitting around a round table with a bunch of other people one mm -hmm. being somebody that just looks at the bible as like mystical though he might not even believe in the bible another one is an actual jewish person who knows the torah and reads uh hebrew and he knows it and he was just saying i didn't finish it but he was just saying if there is a bad there has to be a good if there's a bad thought in your mind, it has to come from somewhere. And it has to be an opposite. Hmm. So if you think about that like that, and you're like, whoa, why do I have so many crazy thoughts going on in my head? God is speaking to you, but the enemy is speaking to you too because there has to be an opposite of God. Not in a sense where there is he's powerful like God, but if God is, is, is light and power and holy, there has to be an opposite to that. Yes. There has to be. It can't not have an opposite. It's and it's funny because That's deep. It's funny because my husband's best friend, he goes to a church and he believes that his his church believes that there is no hell. That there's a heaven and if you believe in God, then you get to experience heaven and you get to experience all the glory that God has. But if you don't believe in God, then when you die, you just die. That's it. Lights out. Nothing. There's nothing, no consequence to anything. But if there is a good, there has to be a bad. Because then there is no good or there is no bad. You can't, you have to have an opposite. You know what I mean? I do. So if there's a heaven... There has to be an opposite to that. If there's a place where it's perfect and no sickness hmm. and no 
there has to be something that has sickness and hell and death. All right, so just because I'm a simple person, <laughs> everything about me is just so simple. Weren't we taught that in school, though? I don't know. There's, yes. th there's always, for every... Action, there's a reaction? Always, right? Right. So if you're, if you're not happy, then you're sad. Right. If there's light, there's darkness. darkness. You know, I remember being in school, in elementary school, and being taught that. Mm -hmm. I think I was in the fourth grade. So that makes no sort of sense because you can't have a good without a bad. Right. Interesting. I'm looking on my pot and I see a dragonfly and I am seeing them everywhere. They're all over my yard. Everywhere. I, can I tell you how much I love dragonflies? I love dragonflies. They've been, uh, the past two years, been very swarming my, my yard, but... Yes, I, that's why I don't understand, I guess huh. I don't understand atheism, I guess if you just don't believe in anything, so then, but that's the, that's the other thing, is if you just you don't believe in anything, then what do you believe in? You, nothing? You can't How do you not believe in, in nothing? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I that don't get it. It makes no sense. And I get it, like, if you just don't want to believe in God, or you just don't that's understand what you it, then say, say it. That's I just don't understand God and I don't want to try to understand it. Okay, that's your choice. God literally gave us a free choice to do that. Yep. But also in the Bible it says, if, if we want to talk about it, uh, in John 3.16, if you don't know it, you know, for God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world he gave his one and only son so that everyone, everyone that believes in him Come on. will not perish, but mm -hmm. have eternal life. Can I just go on for a second? Because it continues in 17 and it says, For God did not send the son into the world to judge and condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Everybody gets so upset with Jesus. And Jesus is this and Jesus is that. And he's doing this and yo, 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 wait a minute. The father didn't send the son into the world to judge the world and to condemn it. He sent him into the world, into our time. Right. To save it. He paid a penalty for all people of all race, of all color. And all we have to do is believe. Because if we go on. Say it. Because <laughs> verse on. 18 says, anyone who believes in him is not condemned. But anyone who does not believe is already condemned because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. And I think that that is when he says condemned already, they feel it. They feel the conviction. And then and they that's get mad. Why, and that's why like, you got all these comments on our, our Kicking It With Jesus Facebook because <laughs> they feel it. And this How dare thing, him right, say, yeah. This thing rises up in them because there's no peace. Do you know what I mean? Right. And again... I think that people will see that though. Like, oh, you just said that you're not... He didn't come into the world to condemn me, condemn me, but then you're saying that I am condemned if I don't believe in him. Because... So then they get mad. Right. Because I don't want to believe in him. So I'm condemned? Well, yeah. Yes, God literally created this earth and we just keep screwing it up over and over and over again. So God himself said, well, the only way, where was I just watching this? Was I just watching this somewhere? About, where was I just watching this? When, where did that 
Pastor Jordan was just talking about this at church. I'm like, I could not think of where I was just heard this. Pastor Jordan was just talking about this at church, about how when God talked to Abraham and he made the, he made like the pact with Abraham, he told Abraham to cut open the animals and lay them across. And God went through. God knew like, okay, these people can't get it right. My people cannot get it right. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it for them. I'm going to come down and I'm going to do it for them. And he's going to walk the line and he's going to, through his blood, just how powerful that is. Like God of the universe. And I guess if you just don't want to believe that there's a God of the universe, I don't know what to say because look around. Go to the Grand Canyon. Just look at the beauty of this earth. Where did it come from? A, a bang? It came from a bang? A lot of people believe that. But come on. <laughs> just look at us, how our brains think. Just look at animals. Just animals in general. How do you think that like... Come on. They just know how to do the things that they do. It's just instinct. That doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? I do. I do. So like, just just say it what it is. You don't want to believe. And that's you don't the want beauty. to believe in Jesus. And that's right. okay. And that's the beauty of... That's the beauty of your choice. Right. And... You know, I think that I think that people like us and doing kicking it with Jesus and you know shepherding a church and doing awakening and praying with people and blah 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 blah. It's not for any other reason. But first, God has put love in your heart for people, right? That you didn't have before, right? And you really just want other people to know what you know, right. what you feel. The experience that you felt with Jesus. And still right. continue to, right. you know, I don't always, I, I, I don't always feel Jesus. Right. I'm driving home from Westport to Mass today and I'm on the highway doing, I look down, I'm doing 84 and I'm crying and I'm like, Lord, like you have to direct my steps because if you leave me to myself, you see, I really, and I say, I feel like I say it almost every episode, I really am like, I think one of the worst rebellious kids that you've got. You tell me do this and I do the total opposite. Right. And then I'm the one that pays the price and I'm crying my eyes out and I'm repenting and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. How many times do you got to tell me? You know? Oh, that's funny. But just for real, it's it's all the time. It's all the time. And, you know, how many times he knocks at our hearts and he's bringing things up in us to heal us. And we don't realize that that's what he's trying to do and we're just like... No. Yeah. Like... And I think that's, I, I do believe that to be true, what you're saying, because this past three years has been hard. And I mean, like, yes, it has a lot to do with having a kid, like my first kid, and just like going through all the battles, but I can feel what he's doing in me, me personally, Amen. not in anybody else, but in me, by learning about my past hurts understanding them and growing from them yeah and if my whole life my whole and you know this how long it took me to even have a conversation with my father i would just nope oh that's too much of a subject how what did you always say to me it's okay to cry i can see that you want to cry it's okay no i don't want to i don't want to feel that and god is bringing that through like no we're gonna we're gonna do it slowly because I love you that much and I don't mm. want you to be too overwhelmed. And, Come on. But I need you to feel all this because what I have for you, who I have you to be, is going to be really good. But you have to get through those humps, you know? I do. And that's, like, why I love doing this podcast and I, like, t I, I want to tell people about Jesus. Like, I don't... It's funny because I, I don't talk to my husband about Jesus a lot because I, he needs to figure it out himself, right? And I, I mean, like, I tell him what I experience, but I don't, like, you know what I mean? I do. And when he told me that he experienced Jesus, 
was just like mind blowing to me and so wonderful because that's what I'm talking about. Mm. And that's what I said to him. Like, that's what I've been saying is like, I can't tell you, I can't make you feel that you just have to feel it. And for whatever reason, whatever he did within himself that he let down to receive but it's like a, one of those songs, I forget what song it is, like if you're ready to receive, then if you're ready to, to receive him, then just let go and open up. And, that, and that's the second person in, what, two months that had said, I walked into your church and felt the Holy Spirit. And I don't know what that is, but I just mm. felt it and I want to keep going back. Trisha, I just, I really feel like it's, it's the time and it's the season, you know? But there is going to be a lot of people that don't. That don't, and this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people have loved darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. People love darkness. Uh, who are you telling? <laughs> I did. <coughs> but, you know, like I said to my pastor today, he, he asked me if, you know, I, I had to tell him about He asked me straight out, he's like, so were you sexually violated when you were young? I said, absolutely, by men and women. And, you know, he said, that is a generational thing, and it is, and I know that. And he said, where were you? when when you got saved i said i was full of shame because that was the lifestyle i was living and that's just the truth i probably mm. shouldn't have said it because you're my daughter but that was the lifestyle i was living i would i was i was drunk all the time right all the time you can't do crazy stuff straight you just right. can't right and Full of shame. Full of shame. And here's holiness, and I've said it before. Mm. Here's holiness stepping into my room, consuming my into whole your room. Shame. And I'm like, oh, you know? And so Pastor just said, Lori, time to slam some door shut. Right. I've been saved for 20 plus years, but the only reason why is because things are starting to, I hear the enemy going, and I'm like, what in the world is that? Like, what, what is that? What door is that? Like, I'm not opening that door. But he invaded my sleep last night with my past. Mm. You know, no. And, you know, I wasn't thinking about anything today. And I heard, call your spiritual dad. Okay. And, yo, it, it was on and popping. I told him everything. There, there was no shame in my game. Like, everything just went bloop. And he prayed, and in the middle of him praying, he stopped and he said, repeat after me. And yo, I could feel, I could feel the Holy Ghost. And I feel clean, even though I did nothing. But I, those fiery dots, Yeah. They suck. They How do. about that? They really and they do. They just like come over you and, and overwhelm you. Because honestly, I mean, we were just talking about this too, that the enemy doesn't know the future, right? But he can like kind of guess and kind of guess what's going to happen to well, you or yeah, whatever. Because, He's going to try to do whatever yeah. he can to stop. And I said this to you too, like you're going to preach, you are going to do that. That is go. That is your road. However long it takes you to get there, 
is another thing. The point is, is that the enemy, the longer you take, the longer you're not going to get those people that you were, you were going to get in that time right. period. That's all he cares about, you know? Just like he doesn't care if you go to church every Sunday. He just cares what you do with that information Come on. after church. Come on. He cares about, are you praying? Are you fasting? Are you seeking? Right. I think that that is just why the invasion in my sleep, mm. the fiery arrows on a constant basis. I think that's the reason. Oh, you, you want to change people's lives? Mm -hmm. Oh, let me show you something. Who are you to change other right. people's lives? Let me, you want to keep showing them Jesus? You want to tell them about Jesus? You want to pray with them? You want to pray a, a prayers of deliverance over mm -hmm. them? Oh, let me show you something. You want to try and cast me out? But, you know, it, it, it gets really... I, I, I believe that to be true, not to cut you off, because... But I'm my father's daughter, so... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but uh, when you're doing something powerful is when you feel either the most dots getting shot at you or the most lonely. Because I haven't felt lonely in a long time. God took that. I, I promise you. But I just said this to you the other day. I'm just talking to you and saying. my dad. Be careful what well, you say and how you say it. I already said it out loud. Because I was talking to you and my dad about it. Is that there's something inside of me that's just like, okay, well, I read the whole book. Now what? But, like, the work that I am doing that you can't see, mm. that's where it's becoming my torture. Is like, what am I doing? What am I doing? What mm. are you doing? But the work that I'm doing is powerful Come on. because I am raising two kids and we talk about Jesus all the time. And your husband. Mm -hmm. Don't minimize your light because mm -hmm. it's not yours. Don't minimize, well, I'm just a stay-at-home wife and mother. What? Do you know how much power that is? Your husband, and I, and I wrote this to you the other mm. day, your husband would not be who he is without you right. and vice versa. Right. You wouldn't be where you are right. without his enduring love, right. patience, finances, all these right. things. Right. And that's where, and I believe this, it's your husband first, right. then your children. Right. That's how God's order is. Yeah. But there's something to be said where you would not be who you are without him. And he wouldn't be where he is without you. Right. Because the two have become one flesh. You didn't, and it doesn't say once you get saved. Right. It means once you got married, yeah. in the spirit realm, the two became one flesh. And God says that's a mystery. And I believe that that's part of it. You wouldn't be so confident and bold and without his difficulties, his challenges, his love. His trust, mm. you wouldn't, you wouldn't have that. Right. So never, ever, ever minimize where God has placed you in this hour and in this season of your life, because you're not just that. You're so many other things too. Right. It's just that when you when you are playing an important role mm. for His kingdom. I swear, it's like, <laughs> they're fiery, those darts. Yes, ma'am. You know? You got demons coming after you. You got yourself coming after you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it, I mean, I don't know about you, but, and I know this to be true. 
I'm hotter on me than Jesus is on me. That's so true. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's because, you know, being independent and having to, having to do things on my own. Mm. I was I was very mature at a very young age. Yeah. I always had friends, and I've said it, friends that were older. And I think it was because that God was preparing me even then. Mm. And I didn't know it. But I became a target because that demon was attached to my family line. Oh, yeah, play with her. She's she'll be okay. Mm. She she won't. She'll be okay. And you know, which thrust me into a life of craziness until you ever stop and think. I mean, before you even answer, you ever stop and think the Jesus that you have today in your moment, in your hour, in your season of where you are today, two children, husband, where would you be if you didn't have Jesus? I don't even know sad, depressed, overwhelmed. I mean, I am overwhelmed, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be mentally where I am. Do you think you'd have children? No. I think, think that me and my still... husband would be divorced. You think so? Yeah. I do. I for sure do because I ran away. That's what I did. When something got hard, or it didn't go the way I, f I imagined it should go, uh, well, I'm not doing that anymore. You made me mad, and I can't forgive you. I'm good. So yeah, that's where I'd be. I'd be gone. So you've learned forgiveness. Mm. Yes. True forgiveness. And it's funny Come because, like, on, Jesus. Jesus, Josh, my husband, it's so easy to forgive him. So, yes, I've learned true forgiveness with somebody that I, I really love, but it's still hard for me to forgive other people. It's still hard for me. Like me and Josh were just talking about this, actually, about how when something happens to him, it's easy for him to just not think about it, not dwell on it, not think about it, just shove it down and just be done with it and, and be good even though he's still shoving it down. So when it resurfaces, he gets angry and upset, right? See, because he doesn't deal with it. I do the same thing. Like I shove it down, but I just think about it and think about it and think about it and think about it and let it drive me crazy until I forgive, until I actually forgive. With Josh, I just was like, okay, I forgive you. Hmm. But I had Jesus. So like I had Jesus a couple years before that. So you have Jesus now. Just listen to my concept. You have Jesus now more powerfully than you had then. Right. So these people, it's time to open the prison door to, and let them out. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. I'm just trying to find that key. <laughs> you don't hold the key. He does. I just think, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things in my life that I know that I know that I know. Just, I know. The lifestyle I was living when Jesus busted in my room. Just, I'd be dead. Mm. For, for sure, for sure, we'd be divorced. Yeah. But I'd be dead. It's crazy to know, like, you know that you would be divorced. You know that. I know that if I didn't have Jesus, if I didn't, if I didn't have the walk, and I didn't have the walk, like you said, I didn't have the walk I had now, because this is even before I had my daughter. I would be divorced. I would probably be in California, to be honest. If I'm going to be honest, I probably would have moved there. I, I wasn't, and, and I'm just being honest with you, like, 
when I tell you I'm so grateful to the Lord Jesus Christ for him changing me. I mean, I don't know about you. Trisha, I, I, I wasn't a good wife, man. Mm. In my flesh, I was selfish. Oh, you're not going to give me what I want? Mm. Okay. Okay. Selfish. Yeah. And for so many reasons. But you should. And I say this all the time. I don't care who I say it to. Nobody could ever love me like that man. Mm. Nobody. Nobody. It's funny because I was just thinking that the other day too. Like I'm, I am still, I still battle with being selfish. I think we all do yep. in some aspect of our life, right? We're, we are selfish people. So I definitely have to remember like, okay, it's not always about me, how I feel. Come on. You know, but I forgot what I was just going to say. I hate when I have brain thoughts. The older you get, the more I'm they so come. <laughs> You know, I just, you know, I feel in my heart that to give our listeners the opportunity to receive Jesus as Savior. Mm. For God so loved the world. Yeah. He gave. He gave. His only begotten. His only begotten could not make another. There wasn't another replica. A begotten is one of a kind. He gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him and I just, I really feel For those that are listening, I know that we've heard that before. You know, for God so loved the world. Right, right. Um, but it's real—it's really not about the scripture in and of itself. It's more about, it's a hot issue. Right. And the Bible says, if you believe in your heart that Jesus is the Lord, that he is the Son of God, and you confess with your mouth that you will be saved. Right. The Bible says that. Right. And so, <clears throat> you know, I pray that for anyone that, I mean, you may not be in a broken place. Your life may be good, mm-hmm. but you just feel empty. Nobody has to tell you, you know, that you're lacking something because you can feel it. Can I just say one thing really quick? Because what you just said just remem- reminded me of what Jordan Peterson said today. And he's a clinical psychologist, psychotherapist. Mm-hmm. And he said he's sat in with thousands and thousands and thousands of people, hours upon hours upon hours. And every single person, no matter who you are, mm-hmm. you know that there's wrong, that there's bad, that there's something inside of you that's searching and yearning. No matter what it is, everybody at some point feels it. Right. I think that's why we go so hard for the things of the world that are supposed to make you happy. Right. You know, a better career, Mm. more education, a family, you know, we go hard for that because if I get it, it'll fulfill me. But then you get it and then it doesn't. It doesn't because it's only God-shaped. That thing inside of you is God-shaped. Right. And only God-shaped. And the only 
puzzle piece that fits there is God. Right. You know, and I, I, I find it amazing that Jesus Christ has given us this platform for four seasons. And half of the time, we don't, we don't even know. We still don't on, know. Rambling on. We still don't know what we're doing. And we still have bunny trails and we're still all over the place. And yet God uses it. God uses it. And so, you know, for people's names to be recorded mm. eternally. Right. And Jesus's book of life, right. the Lamb's book of life, Jesus's book of life for eternity, right. your name, because you said, Jesus, come into my heart and live there. Forgive me for the things that I do. Or even if you just say, Jesus, I don't know if I want to say that out loud, but show me. Come show on. me who you are because it breaks my heart. Is it the Old Testament that I, we were just talking about this, that Abraham and Lazarus and the guy, was he died? And he was like, hey, Abraham, can you just like dip your finger in water Come and on. give it to me? Like that breaks my heart. Like you have no idea that I truly believe that the people that are in hell can see heaven. Absolutely. And that's torture for them. Clearly. And I don't want, I don't want even the people that, you know, <sighs> the ones that make the most hate on our, I don't care. I, I That does not bother no. me, but I do not want to see you in a place that's torturing you. And maybe if I'm wrong, what was, what was so bad about what I believed? I wanted the good for you, even though you bashed me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I just want people, like you said, their names to be written. Because eternity is a long time. It's never ending. Right. Right. You know, speaking of those people, and yep, I'm going to say his name out loud. <laughs> but, you know, my prayer has been for years now. Jesus, I pray to love people genuinely mm -hmm. from my heart. Right. So Jesus doesn't let me see people's bad like I used to. I don't know why. It probably has to do with because he wants me to love them. So Thaddeus, I don't, first of all, let me say, Thaddeus's name, he was an apostle. He was one of Jesus's inner circles. Right. Like, but... No matter what Jamie or Thaddeus or any others say, that's okay. Right. right. It really is okay. <clears throat> because God really, and Trisha, and you know this, he's given me a love for them. Right. To the point where I'm standing in the gap petitioning heaven. For you. And when you have this encounter... One day, in Jesus' name, Thaddeus, I'll see you in heaven. Right. And me and you, we're going to talk about the podcast. How about that? <laughs> and how God used it. Right. To record your name in his son's book. Right. Of eternity. And so, <clears throat> Jamie too, you know, like... Again, you know, you can hail Satan all you want, right. whether it's a show or, you know, you really believe, <laughs> but that joker called Satan, he, he's, he's laughing at you too, though. <laughs> he, Bro. I was going to say nicer. I was. I was. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about how God knew? <laughs> but, you know, he just, you know, seriously, they're not in competition. Right. Satan is at the bottom of the barrel. Hello? Right. Like. And the thing is, like, even if you're hailing Satan, like, he does not care about you. He sure He don't. does not care. He just cares if you're not going to, as long as you don't call on the name of Jesus. Another one in the, in the cell. See you yeah. later. You know what I mean? Where Jesus loves you. Come like, on. he literally died for you, for you to decide that you can hail Satan. Come on. 
And that's the thing, Trisha, if you stop and you think about it, stop and think about it for a second. I mean, I, I went a lot, a lot, a lot of years living for me, mm. what made me feel good, my pleasures, my sin, my, right? Right. But Jesus died, and it, it I mean, we're talking generation after generation after gen decades and decades, you know what I mean? Centuries. And for people that may, you may right. come to Jesus. Right. For you me, may not. Right. And he, God gave, and Jesus submitted for a maybe. It's horrible. For a maybe. I and mean, that's great, but it's horrible. It is. You know, that, that torture. And not to mention for the, I mean, you know, he goes, <clears throat> he goes down to hell. He, he sets those that were in Gehenna, brings him up to heaven, comes back, restores Peter for his foolishness. Mm. That would be me. Right. I'm just letting you know right now. I would be a Peter. That's funny. Denying him three times. Right. And I feel really guilty about it. Cutting somebody's ear off. Right? Like, but watching The Chosen again today, sorry. And Judas in, in The Chosen is talking to his sister. And she says, I just don't have a good feeling about this. Hmm. Now, yo, it's a, it's a show. Right. You know what I mean? But I wonder. Because then she says, make the Iscariot name great. And automatically, Trisha, my brain went to, Jesus said, your end, you'll always wish that you were never born because of the level of torment. I know, that's horrible. That breaks my heart, though. I know what he did to Jesus, but it, I mean, it had to happen, but it still breaks my heart. It still makes me feel really sad. I don't know, Trisha. You know, listening to different people throughout the years of, you know, and some people are just crackpots, but, right. you know, people that have died and gone to hell and people that have died and gone to heaven and come back. Man. It's just sad to me. Just sad. So Thaddeus, Jamie, it's on him. It's on him popping. We're praying. <laughs> and our God here, so. I know that's right. I know that's right. So, do we want to pray for the people? Because, you know, Trisha, who's to say? You know, somebody... You said what? This is in Belgium, yeah. so obviously that Nigeria, Nigeria, their times are different than us. So maybe, you know, in the middle of the night, right. their night, they're hearing, and God is stirring. And in Jesus' name, I pray that this continue to be a platform where Jesus Christ mm. can move and have his being yeah. and if he wants to demonstrate his power through us during it right have at it lord have right. at it right you know so let's pray precious heavenly father we we come to you as your daughters not being better than or, mm. but Lord, we are broken people deriving our strength from you and your grace and your mercy. 
Jesus, we come to you and we stand in the gap of every listener. And we ask, Jesus, that you would touch their heart, prick their heart, Father, for you and for your name. Jesus, they may not understand, but Lord, if they're failing you, I pray that they would bow a knee in their heart. I pray that they would surrender, that they would talk to you, that they would be honest with you, and they would cry out to you, the only one that can mend, the only one that can heal, the only one that can set free, and the only one that can change from the inside out. Jesus, I pray for every listener. I pray, Jesus, that you would meet their every need. I pray for those that are struggling with addiction of all sorts. I pray that you would set them free. I pray for those that can't seem to get a hand up. They, everything that they try and do, they just keep getting knocked down. Holy Spirit, fight on their behalf. I pray that you would breathe upon their circumstances. For those that are struggling in their finances, Jesus, I pray that you would make a way in the desert. And I pray that you would bless their, their finances. Jesus, I pray for those that their marriages are on the brink of a divorce. Father, I pray that you would breathe humility in the hearts of both. I pray that you would be the love at the center of marriages. Jesus, I pray that you would teach us so we could in turn teach our children you. Father, I thank you for every listener. And I give you all the praise and all the glory this glorious night. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Well, that was awesome. Episode one. Season four. Season four. Woo-hoo. Until next time. We are just kicking, kicking it with Jesus. Jesus. God bless you.